a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome to The Fifth Seal, episode 45. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is my podcast. I've been doing longer than any other, about nine years. It started out as Persecuted Church Awareness Month, where I would take the month of November and count down the World Watch List, which is the list of the worst countries in the world for Christians to live uh, due to persecution, according to Open Doors USA. Um, we counted down from 30 to number one throughout the month of November that recently expanded to, I do a couple every month leading up to November. So we count down from 50 to 31 through January through October, and then take the month of November persecuted church awareness month and count down from 30 to number one. So I, as always, I invite you to, if there's anybody that you know, that would be willing to join us to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are just interested in knowing what's happening um, to our brothers and sisters in, in the way of persecution. Invite them to come over to the Fifth Seal Facebook page. They can join that group there. They can go to the Evangelical Norm uh, on YouTube and subscribe, hit the notification bell, get all the content that I release there. Um, or if the pod, audio podcast is the preferred method of getting podcasts they can find it at uh, google play itunes spotify wherever you get your audio podcast you can find us there just search for the fifth seal so that being said we'll go ahead and we'll jump into our first story from persecution.org while most churches in China have canceled in-person services due to the outbreak of the coronavirus, the Chinese government has not ceased its persecution against churches. A church in Guoyang County, Anhui Province, saw its cross removed on March 13th. A video shared by the Chinese Christian Fellowship of Righteousness documented the moment when the crane removed the red cross from the church. A Christian with the surname Chen told China Aid that this church usually has 40 churchgoers attending the service, but due to the lockdown of COVID-19, local authorities utilized this gap to remove the cross. Bob Fu from China Aid also shared a video showing Zhai Bastu Church in Yixing City, Zhengzhou Province, reduced to its bare bones on March 11th. Another church in Huaisheng district of the city of Bengbu on Huai Province also had its cross removed at the beginning of March. Mrs. Yao, a local Christian, told China Aid that the removal was led by the head of Local United Front Department, a Communist Party organization employed to govern religious affairs. While most of the churches, underground or state-vetted, are able to meet online as of now, it is uncertain whether or not these online gatherings will be cracked down once China returns its life to normal. So, much like here during this time that we're, China has experienced lockdowns, stay-at-home orders, much uh, more, mu well, 
I would say more strictly enforced there, but we're seeing some some interesting enforcement of the orders here. Uh, pastors being arrested for holding services on Sundays, uh, pastors and, and evangelists at abortion mills being arrested, uh, given tickets for violating uh, various lockdown orders for being out and about uh, preaching the gospel or gathering on Sundays. Um, so we are seeing just a very small, very, very small, an infinitesimally small uh, example of what China deals with, the believers in China deal with on a daily basis. I can't imagine what it is like to have your government be the greatest persecutor of the church um, where you live. And so while, you know, a lot of people will right now be saying, well, we, we know what that's like. No, we don't. We really do not know what it, how bad the Chinese, uh, I mean, even in this story, there's a fear that even the online gathering of believers will be shut down once China returns to life as normal if life ever gets back to normal after after this coronavirus stuff. So be praying for our brothers and sisters in China and also from persecution.org. Christians in southern India beaten and detained for giving aid to the poor. According to Morningstar News, a group of Christians distributing aid to the poor in southern India were attacked by a mob of radical Hindu nationalists before being detained and abused by police. In what is becoming a common theme in India, the Christians were falsely accused of engaging in forced religious conversions to justify the assault and arrest. On March 8th, Reverend Puramal Kanagaraj and about 30 Christian youths from the Villapuram Church of South India were distributing aid to the poor in Anumandai village located in India's Tamil Nadu state. Tamil Nadu state. Shortly after the Christians arrived, they were confronted by members of the Hindu Munami Munani extremist groups. Munani, yeah. Uh, a lot of these names are really hard to pronounce. So I appreciate your patience with me. Quote, the Hindu Munani activist soon lost his cool and started beating the youth missionaries while he continued abusing them in extremely foul language, unquote. Reverend Kenagaraj told Morningstar News, quote, within no time the crowd started gathering and he held us up there and was not letting us move, unquote. The Christians attempted to call the police for help, but were informed by the Hindu Munani that a case had already been filed against the Christians. According to Morningstar News, the Christians were shocked when police arrived and took them into custody. Quote, they spoke ill about Christianity and slapped us as we stood there in the police station helplessly. Unquote, Reverend Kanagaraj told Morningstar News, quote, we requested that the police not lodge any case against the youths, fearing that police cases would affect their careers, unquote. According to Morningstar News, Makakanam Inspector of Police Sentil Vinayagam spoke abusively to the Christians in an attempt to incite the youths. However, when this did not work, the police released the Christians with a warning not to return, not to, return to Anamandai village. According to Reverend Kanagaraj, this, his church has been providing aid to the local poor for three years. The grain, clothing, and flashlights his congregation provides are essential to the local poor who will now have to go without this aid. So, again, here we see, and usually we most people think of Hindus as very peaceful. 
we see that they are can be just as violent and uh, I don't like to say extremist because really what these uh, extremist Muslims, extremist Hindus are doing is they're following the fundamentals of their faith. They're not really extremists, they're fundamentalists. And so we see that the violence that we expect to see from, from Islam is also inherent in Hindu uh, people as well, especially towards Christians as although you will see some Hindu on Muslim violence from time to time. So, but also not only are they dealing with religious uh, oppression and persecution, also from the government as well in these areas. And it's becoming more and more prevalent. The, the favorite thing to do is to accuse Christians of forced conversions. And that is illegal in India, and so that is usually the, um, whereas in like Pakistan, we see it with the blasphemy laws. In India, we see it with the forced conversion laws, and that is the the favorite uh, accusation against Christians that they will use to bring uh, charges against them and have them arrested, uh, moved out of the area or whatever. So, and then we will look at number 45 on the world watch list, Bhutan. So a little bit of information about Bhutan. Its region is in Asia. Persecution type is religious nationalism. Persecution level is very high. The population of Bhutan is about 826,000, of which about 30,000 are Christians. So just under about, maybe about 5%. 5%? Yeah, a little under 5% of population are Christians. Uh, math on the fly there. Uh, main religion is Buddhism. The government is a constitutional monarchy. And the leader is King Jigmi Kizar Namgyel Wingchuk. Christians are pressured to abandon their faith in Bhutan. All Bhutanese Christians are expected to follow Buddhism. Converts to Christianity are watched with suspicion and often face pressure to return to their former religion. Religious leaders and local community and family often cooperate in trying to persuade converts to abandon their Christian faith. No churches have official recognition by the state, which means that Christians are technically worshiping illegally. Local authorities often refuse to issue Christians with a certificate needed for loans, jobs, and more. Persecution in Bhutan has never been particularly violent, and no violence was reported this year. However, violence can often go unreported. A continuing emphasis on Mahayana, Mahayana Buddhism as a country's spiritual heritage makes life hard for the Christian minority. Because no Christian congregation has ever been allowed to build a church structure, all Christian fellowships remain underground, especially in rural areas. Buddhist monks oppose the presence of Christians with impunity. Authorities do nothing to protect Christians and most often side with the monks. For converts, family members are by far the strongest sources of persecution. Life in Bhutan is still very communal, and the proximity and, and protection of family is important. For that reason, disownment by their families is a costly risk. Examples uh, during the World Watch List reporting period, one house church was forced to close and cease meetings after receiving warnings and threats from authorities. Two pastors were held for questioning. Christian students were reportedly forced to participate in morning and evening Buddhist rit rituals, and in one instance, even a cleaning Buddhist 
even in cleaning Buddhist shrines. One of the traditions of Bhutanese farmers is community planting and harvesting, where several farmers share the workload to help each other. Christian farmers are usually excluded from these communal gatherings. Prayer points for Bhutan. Christian students have reportedly been forced to participate in morning and evening Buddhist rituals, and in one instance even in cleaning Buddhist shrines. Pray believers would no longer be forced to participate in these rituals. Pray for Christian farmers who are discriminated against because of their faith. Pray they will find support and strength that can only come from God. Christians seeking employment face challenges as they are a minority. They are victims of discrimination and are short of options for income. They often have to live in difficult economic and social circumstances. Pray God would provide for all of their needs. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Uh, that you have provided us this platform where we can come together uh, from across miles and miles, across oceans, even Lord, um, and even across time frames, that we can come together and, and pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world simply because of their faith in you. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in China who are dealing with government crackdowns on their on their churches, de destruction of their churches, defacing of their churches, and even the threat of shutting down what little uh, communication they have of, as of right now in the midst of lockdowns because of the coronavirus, uh, that they, they run the risk of losing their online gatherings. Lord, we pray that, that you would strengthen the faith of those believers, that they would continue to share your gospel and be um, even emboldened during this time to share the gospel with those around them because of the, the fear of, of death from this coronavirus, Lord, that they would take that opportunity to share the gospel with those people who um, could potentially die and go to hell. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in India. We pray for this church who was, um, and these youth who were uh, arrested, well, detained, arrested, detained, and beaten um, by government officials and by uh Hindu fundamentalist Lord and we pray that one for those youth who were involved in this God that this would not be something that causes them to fear causes them to fear uh, placing their faith in you Lord but again that it would be something that strengthens their faith that they would use this and that they would that turn that into opportunity to share uh, the gospel and that people would see their willingness to continue to share your truth even in the midst of this persecution and that you would use that to draw those people to yourself as well Lord we pray for our brothers and sisters in Bhutan father these Christian students that have been forced to participate in in uh, Buddhist rituals and have been forced to clean Buddhist temples Lord we pray that that you would somehow make a put a stop to that that they would not have to uh, engage in rituals that violate uh, their faith in you, Lord, that, that they know is idolatry and is sinful. And so we pray that, God, that somehow you would, you would cause that to stop. We pray for the Christian farmers um, who are discriminated against and not included in um, the, the community gathering of, of planting and gathering of food, Lord, that you would provide for them, Lord, we pray that you would increase their crop um, that they are doing on their own aside from the community. And that again, God, that people would recognize that, that you have given favor, that you give an increase, um, that you do give a, a blessing and that people would, would see that and that 
the farmers would use that not as as a prosperity uh, trick, but as a uh, launching point to share your gospel, um, to encourage the sinners to repent and put their faith and their trust in you, Lord. And we pray for those who um, have a hard time finding work because of their faith in you as well, God, that you would provide for all of their needs, um, and abundantly so, uh, that they would be uh, emboldened and encouraged to share your gospel and your truth, Lord. And ultimately, in all of these things, Father, we pray that that you are glorified through the, the, the continued evangelism of your people in the light and in um, under the, the auspices of, of persecution, Lord, that the, the strengthening the strength of their faith would be so that they they would continue to even at risk of of violence and persecution and arrest that they would continue to share your gospel. You would use that, Lord, to draw more and more people in these areas in China, in India, in Bhutan, that you would use these things to draw more believers to yourself, that we would see the uh, the kingdom of heaven grow as you draw people to, to salvation in you, Lord, and that we, we pray that you are glorified in that, and it is for your glory, and in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. So again, thank you guys for, for coming and joining me and being part of this. Invite people to, to join the, the Fifth Seal group, the YouTube channel, um, find the, the audio podcast, take some time throughout the, the weeks to sit down and really uh, take some time to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are being persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.